Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Black Women and Two Girls to Me Shalabo and I am on your waves. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, today was hard to get on this mic. Not hard because I did want to get on it hard because I was like I have so much going on in life what's happening will I even like give this podcast the due respect um I was just thinking even yesterday when I was thinking about this podcast I was like okay I just won't do one today um and the thing that just came to mind is consistency 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 um I might not always be my best or feel my best on this mic but I'm gonna be consistent y'all know that I'm gonna be real consistent uh keep the mic hot (laughs) well today I wanted to talk about resting in your lane I don't know about you but when I get to um like uh like a station like let's talk we're gonna talk about trains oh my gosh you know when you get on a train and you get to your station and you like get off you get to like figure out which ways that you're gonna go um if you're anything like me if you get off at a new station you look at where people are moving to which exit seems to be most people are moving to and that's kind of the exit you get off at y'all people with subways do y'all get me um (laughs) it might be a weird inference but I want to talk about it like in life, when you get to a point, a juncture in life, and there's so many ways that you can go, or you finally completed something like I have, and you look up and everyone's kind of doing things. I felt like I looked up from school and I finally got out of defrosted and I looked up and so many people were doing so many things. Um, And I started to realize there's so many options out there, right? There's people getting married in my group. There's people having babies. There are people um, who are starting businesses or who started businesses when I started school and they're flourishing. I'm seeing people leave Toronto to go to different places around the world. I'm just seeing a lot of things happening. And I am... At this point where I'm looking, I'm looking around for the first time and realizing that there are so many different lanes. Everyone's lane is so different. Um, And I was talking to somebody yesterday about how I have never really struggled with comparison. Um, I think it's because I've always been a true believer that like your lane is your lane and my lane is my lane. You know what I mean? Like, I've never really been like, oh, like, look at that person's thing. Like, I want that. Um, I've always kind of been somebody who's like, this is the lane I want to be on. And I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to do it like that. But I can't lie. In this season of, like, adulting, where things are kind of uncertain, I don't know really know what the next stage will look like in my life, I'm looking at people around me. And I'm like, okay, that person is doing this and that person's doing that and that person's doing that. Like, am I behind? Am I? Do I need to think about if my lane is correct? Do I need to like refigurate? Like, what am I doing kind of thing? And I think that's a normal question that comes with adulting. I think the issue now comes when I'm looking at other people's, looking at other people's lives is not a problem. I think Even when you have mentors, when you have people around you that inspire you, looking at other people's lives and being like, I like what they're doing, and I like what they're doing, and I like what they're doing, and I like what they're doing. It's good. It's good because it opens up opportunities for you. If you've never seen it, how can you believe that it could be possible for you? 
the issue now becomes when it's like I want what that person wants because that looks good it's like okay like of course that looks good but that might look good for them but not so much for you for example I have friends who are investment bankers who are making way too much money and if any of them want to spend it on me I'm completely fine and they're hopping on flights and all that stuff and if I looked at them and I was like oh I want to be an investment banker like because they're traveling right my goal might be to travel to make a lot of money but the route in which they did it investment banking is not for me that's just a no for me thank you god i i know my lane and so lanes eh i know everyone says like stay in your lane stay in your lane i'm clapping i don't know if you can hear stay in your lane stay in your lane what is for you is for you all that stuff and i don't disagree with that but right now i want to talk about resting in your lane eh when we are chugging along, chugging along, chugging along, chugging along, chugging along, and then we stop, of course, when we've been head down grinding, the first thing we want to do is look up and look for new opportunities and look for new, like, new adventures, all that stuff, or to just kind of see what the market's like. I want to encourage us, I'm talking about to me too, to rest in that. Like, take that time, look around, see what everyone's doing, and then sit. With all those options, with all those things, with all those thoughts, with all everything that's going on, and decide what is best for me. What do I want? I think it's completely okay to change the goal, to change the trajectory based off of what you see in the market or what you see other people doing. Like that's how entrepreneurs are formed, right? Like they've done the nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, and they look up and people are starting businesses and they're like, Oh, I actually think I might want to do this. But they don't automatically go into the businesses other people are in. They find their own niche. So when you allow yourself to rest in your lane, one, you are in your niche. A, you're in your niche. (laughs) But resting while in that niche allows your mind to expand. My pastor talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but he was talking about how rest allows you to recreate, rethink, regroup, like just allows yourself to just be and create. I've heard a lot about how parents should allow their children to get bored because bored will trigger creativity because when you're bored, you have to entertain yourself. You have to think, you have to expand. So many times, I'm not comparing, actually I am comparing us to children. So many times when we get to these junctures and we're bored or we're at a standstill, we are like, okay, I gotta go. But where are you going to Where's your lane directing you to? Because you can start on a lane that's supposed to make you happy and be there for 10 years and it doesn't meet your goal. And the reason why you got there was because at that pivotal junction when you were supposed to rest, it's supposed to allow your body and your brain to reconnect with what you want, your purpose. You're supposed to pray. You're supposed to dig deep and make some roots where you are. You didn't do that. Instead, you ran into other people's lanes, like trying to collect what they have going on. So this is for me too. I'm talking to myself. I need to do that. I need to sit with myself and figure out what I want, what my lane is. Um, I think I have an idea about it. 
you know, we always think we have an idea about it. But I think at this pivotal junction, it's not so much about me doing, it's about me resting and figuring out how all the components that I want in life can come together but for the best of for the best for me. Sorry, that that was weirdly stated, but from <laughs> to benefit me. Like, don't get me wrong, we're saying on this mic on a one-two thing, there's so many things I want. There's so many goals I want and when I look out in the world, when I look out in my culture, they contradict, you know, you can't be this and this, you can't be this and this, you can't be that and that. How could you do that and that? Like something has to compromise, something has to sacrifice. And I think sacrifice and compromise are a thing. But I also think as women, we understand that when people say sacrifice and compromise, it's normally like put your goals on pause and make everyone else's goals happen. You know what I mean? And so... Right now, if you are going through what I'm going through, or you know someone who's going through what I'm going through, where it's just like so many junctures, so many opportunities, so many things that they could do, so many things, so many roads and lanes they could run into, just encourage them to rest in that lane and to know that God got them. He didn't bring them this far to leave them now. He will never forsake them. Um, I'm actually reading Psalms 39, 21. It says, Lord, do not forsake me. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly to help me, my Lord and my Savior. Um, and it's true. Like I think at these junctions, we need to ask, like God, do not forsake me, and he never does. Do not um, be far from me, and he never is. Um, come quickly to my help. He's helping you before you're helping yourself. And just to remember that he's your Lord and your Savior. So if he's your Lord and your Savior, you're good. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what I did. Oh, did I say Psalms 39? So I meant Psalms 38, 21 to 23. That's where we're at right now. Um, but I just want y'all to know, what do I want y'all to know? That I'm thinking about you and loving on you, praying for you. Y'all, things are coming. I'm not even lying. Things are coming. Things are coming. I don't know how to say it louder. I want to shout it from the rooftop. Things are coming. Oh my gosh, things are coming so fast for this platform. And I just want y'all to be connected to us and just know that we are doing some things in this time. I'm praying for you. You pray for me that God keeps us in our lanes, resting in our lanes, and that we can trust that he will never forsake us. He'll never be far from us and he'll never leave us. And that he was going to come quickly to our help. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye.